1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She loves mushroom hunting, mushroom pizza, but mushroom earrings? I'm not sure. (laughs) Let's find out together. It's the one and only Teresa.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I do love mushrooms, but mushroom earrings... You got this right.
1: I don't know about uh, mushroom earrings. I don't
2: know either, but yeah, I'm loving all types of mushrooms.
1: You know what would be interesting about the mushroom earring? What? You've heard of a ring pop? Yeah. You've heard of a, a Smarties necklace or bracelet?
2: I'm not sure. Is it the candy bracelet? No, it was a little candy, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can you snack on the mushroom earrings, or is this just is this fashion only?
2: I think it's fashion only.
1: Well, then I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to smack on my jewelry. I think
2: those were like dried mushroom earrings,
1: yeah, right? Not for me.
2: Well, I love, love, love mushrooms. And can you elaborate on mushroom hunting for our friends because you learned it from me?
1: Well, I've never done it myself no. per you se. I, I when I see a mushroom, I run the other way. I don't, <laughs> I don't run towards. But I guess it's it's a it's
2: a check thing.
1: It's a check thing. But is it actually called? Is it truffle hunting?
2: No, it's a mushroom hunting. Okay,
1: it's mushroom hunting. Do you use a pig?
2: What's what's a pig?
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm mixing up the two. There is truffle hunting, and I believe you use a pig, oink, oink, to go oh, find it. Oh, no.
2: This is, this is an activity chicks love to do. You go to the forest with a little... Um, so much
1: for me explaining it. A
2: little basket. Okay. And you go.
1: And you hunt for mushrooms.
2: You hunt for <laughs> mushrooms. Here's the trick. You need to have a little knowledge of mushrooms because we have a lot of poisonous mushrooms and it's not just a red one with the with white dots. That's very obvious.
1: That's, yeah, Super Mario.
2: Yeah, that's the classic shroom. Yep. But there's so many that you just need to know. And I used to go mushroom hunting with my grandpa. My parents literally drive up to two to three hours outside of my town.
1: Slovakia? Like, no.
2: No, they go like... um. There is some small mountains past Brno. Okay. And a lot of mushrooms there. My parents literally go out of their way to go mushroom hunting. And then they dry (laughs) the mushroom. They pickle the mushrooms. They freeze the mushrooms. We love mushrooms.
1: I never put two and two together. and Now it makes so much sense. What do you mean? You grew up hunting for and loving mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Because it's an activity. I always thought. Oh, she just loves mushrooms. Just like, oh, some people love tomatoes. Some people love carrots. She loves mushrooms. It's more than that for you because it was an activity. And you probably love the mushroom so much more because you had to hunt for it.
2: Absolutely. Think about
1: how much if you were to fish, how much you would love that fish more because you had to work for it.
2: Absolutely. I love mushroom hunting. I'm not the best at knowing which mushroom is good because it's been a while since I've done it. My dad knows.
1: Seems like it can be a costly mistake. Maybe a deadly mistake.
2: It, so here's the thing. My parents only go for the mushrooms they know. Smart. If they find something that they don't know, they maybe pick it up, but they do some Googling and some research prior. Smart. But they usually just pick up the mushrooms they know. I'm telling you, next time we go to check, maybe we should rent... Um, rent a house in the Slovakia mountains, I showed you a pic. It's beautiful. We can go mushroom hunting. Your
1: parents always send us photos of them out on the trails mushroom hunting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite the
0: event.
2: They love mushroom hunting. It's 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 a big event. It's a very, very Czech activity. I don't know if other countries do it, maybe, potentially, but it's a very Czech thing.
1: Okay. But as far as mushroom earrings?
2: Never heard of it. Yeah.
1: To me, Statler, maybe one of the worst gift givers I've ever seen.
2: Statler stinks.
1: Here's dead butterflies. Here's dried mushrooms you can wear on your ears.
2: Well, here's the thing. I think she was giving gifts that she would like because they don't know each other. They don't know each other too well. And she was saying, oh, you're a vegan. Here are mushroom earrings, which makes sense to me. (laughs) I guess she put some thoughts in it. I just don't like her entire demeanor and her... What's what's the word when you have an alternative motive? Ulterior. Ulterior motive. Common
1: mistake. Common, Yeah. Common misunderstanding. Ulterior
2: motive yeah. that you give something to someone because you want something from them. Right? Yeah, for sure. And I hate that. For sure. I truly, truly hate it. And I had people doing it to me in the past. And I, when I realized what was going on, I was always upset. But I'm... I'm a pretty nice person and I used to be dumb when I was younger. So I just rolled with it. And now as an adult, I'm like, absolutely fucking no. This is horrible.
1: All right. All right. Well, we're going to talk about all that and more very quickly. A little business. We're on Supercast. We're on Patreon. We are covering the other way over there, which is just a wild season. But also, I don't want to forget patreon supercast that's all ad free as well starting at the three dollar tier you can get ad free episodes of everything on the free feed there's no housekeeping so you don't hear any of this it's just straight content and yes at the cousins club and family affair level you get the the other way and at the family affair level you get video and you also get a monthly bonus so check it out married to or patreon.com marriedtoreality married to we're having fun over there also we're on instagram at Married Reality Pod, where you can message us. You can check out our memes. We update you with news once in a while. So we think it'd be good to follow us and shoot us a message when you do. We, we love talking to you guys.
2: Absolutely.
1: Also, make sure you're just following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. That way, whenever we drop an episode on the free feed, you won't miss it. Because we got something new coming to the free feed. Oh, yeah. It's a little ditty that goes by the name 90 Day, the Last Resort. <laughs> It's going to be a wild show.
2: I hope so. I hope because I saw the previews. I saw the ads. It's
1: going to be a wild ride.
2: it is going to be wild. And guys, we said it before. We do cover all these people, right? Because why not? I know we have our opinions on them. We
1: tried to take a stand. TLC didn't care. So now we're folding to the man.
2: Yeah. And it's... Listen... We don't love Ed The Pratt in Angela and some of these other people. However, they're on TV, so we'll cover them, right?
1: And also, how can we say Big Perf stinks and <laughs> cancel Angela if we don't talk about him?
2: Did you hear my new nickname for him, Ed The Pratt? <laughs> Ed
1: yeah. The Pratt.
2: Ed The Pratt. You it's made it longer.
1: You made it longer.
2: Well, I'll, I'll work on it.
1: Make but- it, Teresa, make it. Shorter. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we'll, we'll, well, we'll see. I'll come up with something something different. But listen, no matter how we feel about them, love them, hate them, we'll cover them. They're on TV and we'll cover what we see. Yes. as As always. Yes.
1: So tune into that. It should be dropping Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Same same bad time, same bad place as Match Me Abroad. Yes. That'll be taking the place of that. So, all right, follow along. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash your like is the infamous Dracula's castle Ooh. because it's on my list of places to visit.
1: We got to get to to Romania.
2: Absolutely. I have a few of my friends. to Transylvania. Them. Yeah, well, that's the region.
1: Transylvania inside of Romania. Yes. Yes.
2: A few of my friends went to Romania, do some hiking and sightseeing. It looks nice.
1: All right, let's go. Let's yeah. do it. All right, so smash like it's as hot as that castle. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, you know we're a sucker for a good review. If you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast.
2: Yes. You have one?
1: I got one, Theresa. All
2: right, share.
1: This one comes to us from our friend Atlanta JL.
2: Hello, Atlanta, JL.
1: Five stars, titled the Best 90-Day Podcast.
2: Ooh.
1: They say, I only recently found Married to Reality, and I am so glad that I did. These two have great chemistry and are hilarious, funny recaps and insights into the show. Best 90-Day Podcast out there. So glad I found you guys.
2: <gasps> what a great review.
1: So glad you left that review, Atlanta JL.
2: Boosting our egos. Yeah, that's what we need.
1: That's what that's we need. That's
2: what we need, 100%. So thank you. I love I love our friends who leave us all these reviews. Me They're too. beautiful. Me I love too. all our friends. But Man, these reviews a, a really, place. really help us. Or especially me, guys. Like You have no idea, but hearing that, often so when I question myself, then I read the reviews and I'm like, you're good.
1: <laughs> yeah, <so> we, <laughs> You're
2: good for now.
1: Uh, I'm glad you found us as well, Atlanta Jail, and yes. I'm glad you left that review. And please, be like Atlanta Jail. You don't have to be from Atlanta. You could be from wherever to leave us a review. And if yeah. it's a five-star review, we will read it.
2: We definitely will.
1: All right. That is the business. Before we get into the meat of the show, have it a little 90-day, by the way?
2: You have some. I got a couple. <laughs> I can't always ask you. I'm just waiting for the day. You'll be like... <gasps>
1: Yeah. Well, let's start with uh, somewhat of a somber one. Okay. And it's, and it's a 90-day adjacent story. This Ooh. isn't a true 90-day, by the way. I
2: think I know. This is a
1: Match Me Abroad, by the way. But it's an important story. If you watched Match Me Abroad, you know and I assume you love Harold. Okay? Yes. And if you thought you couldn't love Harold anymore, well, just wait. Because if you watched the show, you saw him, he matched with and fell in love with Michaela, who we call Misha. Yes. Because she introduced herself as Misha. That's
2: uh, because it's the way Michaela's go by in the Czech Republic.
1: You've heard Teresa's Czech names, the segment. We exactly. don't have to get into it, but Michaela, AKA Misha. Well, Harold recently gave us a pretty surprising and shocking update on her. Yes. She's been battling cancer privately while filming this season. She didn't let on to it. Harold didn't know about it.
2: No one knew about no it. No
1: one knew about it until the very end of filming. He shared that on the last day, he was supposed to meet her off camera for the first time, but she had to cancel. So he called her to see what was going on. She was in the hospital at that moment about to undergo surgery because she's been battling ovarian cancer.
2: Yes. And so she had her womp. Yeah. And
1: ovaries. ovaries
2: removed, so unfortunately she cannot have children, yes. which is super sad, but...
1: Super sad. You
2: do what you got to do, unfortunately, to battle something like this.
1: Exactly, and so Harold learned this. He decided, I'm going to stay silent because it's not my story to tell. Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward a few months, and Harold finds out, well, the cancer spread to her stomach. So yes. he found out she's been doing chemo treatments... Every couple of weeks, and with this, it's hard to work, and her her financial financial excuse me situation got tough, and so he set up a GoFundMe. Yes, an amazing move by Harold. As I said, if you loved him before, you really love him now. He set up a GoFundMe to help with her debts and her living expenses because, fortunately, and Theresa knows, Czech has universal health care, yes. so they pay for a lot of medical yes. procedures. Yes. But not your everyday expenses, not your rent, not your whatever you need to get by.
2: Well, I don't know. She said she was a, a receptionist at the salon or somewhere.
1: At the massage.
2: Yeah. And so I don't know how it works yeah. there. But for example, yes, we have a universal health care, right? And it's basically once it's taken out of your paycheck, when you have any procedures or anything, you basically don't pay. Like you, there are some copays for certain meds, but yes. it's compared to the U.S., it's basically nothing, right? I know it because I talked about it before. My dad had a kidney disease, was waiting for a transplant. His job had to wait for him, right? Mm-hmm. And he was on and off basically. He was spend most of the time in the hospital out of the hospital at home recovering he was getting a certain percentage of his pay right. so you're basically put on this sick leave that you still have a job you just don't go there and I think my dad was getting 60 or 70% okay. of his salary that's I don't, very nice I don't know it exactly I don't want to lie I don't want to make it up so don't don't totally believe me but he was getting a certain amount that it was he could live off of plus he is my mom luckily right I don't know how it's with Misha, but I know that the receptionists don't make a lot of money in the Czech Republic. So if you do 60 percent out of that, that probably wasn't a living, living yeah. salary. Yeah. If I'm doing the math correctly.
1: Yeah. And, and either way, Harold knew taking any stress off Misha would help her in her fight yeah. and help her recover. Right. Stress can take a real toll on your body. So he set up this GoFundMe. You set the goal for 20,000 U.S. dollars and at the time of recording this surpassed the goal. Right now it's already it's close to 22,000.
2: That's awesome.
1: Which is it's going to go a long way in check.
2: It is. It's definitely good. I mean 20 grand is a lot of money in the U.S. Oh yeah. And in check... we are part of the EU and everything, but we still have our own currency, which makes it a little cheaper compared to the euro. So the dollar goes further. So yes, she can. This will help her so much. Yeah. To basically, she won't have to stress how she's gonna pay for it, etc. So this is so awesome of Harold for doing this. And I, we went, we joined his live with Mark yeah. on Friday. Was Saturday, it Friday, Saturday? Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about, basically, Harold was explaining a little more details about how he learned. And he said in the scene when he was meeting Katarina for the last time wearing the suit, mm. he felt, he looked like he's crying. And he said it's because he was just trying to process everything he learned about Misha. Yeah. And without saying anything. And he goes like, it was so emotional for me. And, of course, there's staying in touch they talk but they only talk when she's feeling up for it right Harold's helping her their friends because she just needs to take care of her health first yeah because she doesn't know what the future holds for her and so I just love that the Harold I almost feel like it helped Harold grow so much this whole show and him taking a stand saying you know what we cannot be together, but I'll be your friend and I'll help you as much as I can. So yeah. kudos to Harold.
1: Huge heart. Huge heart on Harold. Yes. If you guys want to join in on the on the donations, there is a link to the GoFundMe on Harold's Instagram, which is Harold Davis and two eyes. I think he's Harold Davis the second. Yes. So Harold Davis II. <laughs> I. I. Uh, so do that if you guys can. And we're definitely thinking about Misha.
2: For
1: sure, During because cancer in- is a biatch. Yeah, cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. So, thinking about you, Misha, and shout out to Harold for doing this. For sure. And that is, by the way, number one. Nice. By I the like way, it. number two, another ninety-day medical news. Not as serious, but okay. Veronica broke her jaw. So oh no! She's had to have it wired shut.
2: Gee, what did she do?
1: Well. I wondered that myself. A lot of people wondered that, and she finally told us she was at the gym. She was using an ab wheel that has an auto recoil, and it recoiled backwards and slammed into her face on a marble floor, and there you go. You broke your jaw, and... Now oh, I have to have a wire I don't know
2: the machine. What machine is it? It's
1: like a roller. It's like you roll out and then it brings oh,
2: you back. Oh, is it like the ab roller? I
1: think so. Ooh, and it, ooh, yeah, not a sponsor. Uh, uh, rolled right back into <laughs> her, her jaw, slammed it into the marble floor. And oh. There you go. So she posted a photo of herself. She was celebrating her 38th birthday with her jaw wired shut so I think cake was off the table maybe a smoothie
2: that's horrible we love Veronica we hope she can recover soon
1: yeah she doesn't have the greatest track record of like I think broken bones and whatnot she broke her foot not so long ago and she she was filming pillow talk and she had to hide it under a blanket and so she was making a joke well maybe this time I'll just have to hide my face under a A blanket (laughs) while we film.
2: (laughs) Well, that's good that she has a, she can laugh about it, even though it's not funny at all.
1: Yeah, sense of humor.
2: Sense of humor is important, guys. And she clearly has it. So we love Veronica. Shout out to Veronica. She she recovers soon. I wonder if she still dates Kim's son. What is his name? I don't
1: know. Jamal. Jamal. Yeah, I don't know.
2: I don't know. I saw some stuff on social media. I think they are still dating, but who knows?
1: Well, get well quickly, Veronica. Stay safe out there while you're working out.
2: I was just going to say, if they are, he's probably not getting any BJs anytime Whoa. soon. Whoa! What?
1: All right. <laughs> With that, let us talk about the reason we're here. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, episode 11. Oof. All right. Shall we start speaking about a BJs? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Rasmid's got some blood on his sword.
2: Ooh, well, yes. Razvan and Amanda, our first couple to discuss on Cue- today's episode. That
1: was <laughs> so official all of a sudden. Cue the theme music. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Um, I think Amanda saw Deanna, Razvan's friend, Yeah. looking all snatched, and was like, all right, put it in me, bang me, do whatever you got to do, stop thinking about her, stop looking at her, let's just, let's get it done.
2: Well. She made it sound like it. So, okay, it's the morning and Amanda has this smirk on her face and with love and the little shyness in her eyes, she tells the cameras they banged last night, right? Mm-hmm. But then she's like, well, it's because I talked to uh, Diana and she said our relationship was toxic. So that comment really made me feel like uh, it's not. So I'm trying to prove. And I'm like she didn't say she's trying to prove, but that's what it sounded like.
1: Yeah. Oh. But
2: like, basically Razvan should thank Diana for saying it because here comes Amanda proving that it's not toxic.
1: Mm-hmm. I just kept looking at the acoustic guitar resting against the bed and was just totally picturing Razvan singing her a song after they made love and just so cringe. Like, why is there an acoustic guitar resting against the bed after you guys just banged? There's only one reason
2: i mean we used to have here. an acoustic guitar hanged over our bed that's
1: true that's very true so, and you saw what happened
2: what had happened oh
1: i serenaded you left and right it how dare you now no. you're gonna play shy
2: <laughs> <laughs> no you did not do you use it no. to to get me out of the bed that's in true. the morning
1: that's that's true we used to we would lay in bed on the weekends and the sun would slowly shine through and wake us up and we wouldn't want to get out of bed And we didn't until I strummed the guitar three times. (laughs) And it was just like this tease where I'd strum it once and Theresa like, not the guitar. And then I would would strum it again.
0: We are so weird.
1: I would strum it again. Not the guitar. And then I would like tease her like, was I going to strum the third time or not? And then after the third time, ah, we had to get up. So. I don't think they're using it as an alarm. I think Rasmus was using it to get in her pants.
2: Not the guitar. Not
1: the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> now the guitar's in the living room.
2: Yes. All right. That was Teresa Jones' private life. The segment. Yes.
1: All right. So here's today's plan. We're going to see Bran Castle. Dracula's Castle. Yes. More uh, more well known as Dracula's Castle,
2: I believe. Yes. And so exciting. I Here's the thing. I love castles. Any castles. I love going to see castles and Hrat. learning the history. Hrat. Hrat. You yes. guys you
1: guys know le- learning Czech?
2: Yes, John Hrat. is learning Czech. And this was what kind of a castle was this? This was
1: Velky Hrad. Velky Hrad. Big yes. castle.
2: <laughs> John John is learning Czech. And yes. Europe is filled with castles. Old castles. We have so many of them in Czech. You've been to multiple, right?
1: Yeah, I love the castles.
2: Castles, chateaus. I love it all. I love learning, and that's why I want to go to Dracula's castle, because it's the Dracula's castle. Sure. Right?
1: Yeah. So they go. It's in another city, so they're going to have to stay the night, make yes. a night of it, which is fun. They get to the castle, and listen. Guys, children, if you're listening, you just need a bang. Have sex, and, and everything's going to be better, because this is the most fun I've ever seen them have.
2: That's what Running up the castle. They're
1: playful, yeah. they're they're competing with each other, they're sprinting to the castle, they're giggling the whole way. Rasvan starts taking selfies and includes Amanda in them finally. It's not just <laughs> selfies of himself. Like, this is the best their relationship has ever been.
2: Well, I think Rasvan was waiting for a sign from her that she is in this.
1: Okay. I think, yeah, I, I think, think th- the
2: banging was a was a sign.
1: Yes. For now. Yes, and they're on. They're they're having a good time.
2: Oh yeah. It's a
1: complete one eighty.
2: Amanda, Amanda needs to learn something about castles because she's like, yeah, it's cool, but I mean, seeing a castle, Dracula's castle, is not very romantic. It's not.
1: Name it a more romantic domicile.
2: Exactly. Castles are beautiful. We had we have this castle in the Czech Republic that belonged to. Ah, oh, I forgot her name. Um, uh, I think it was called, it's called Batory. Okay. This woman who was basically like Dracula of the Czech Republic. She was this woman who was killing young, young virgins and she bathed in their blood mm. to stay young. There's a movie about it too. And it's like Dracula was a guy who basically was, um. what's the word in English?
1: Uh, vampire? Well...
2: Well, he was a person who tortured oh, people. Okay, so a torturer, but yeah, a torturer. Yes, <laughs> and hence you see all these torture machines and inventions inside a castle.
1: Yeah.
2: And when I was younger, and we used to visit all castles in the Czech Republic, my parents also big castle fans. A lot of the, the castles have torture rooms, right? Sure. And I was always like... The f-
1: torture chamber.
2: Yes. I was always fascinated by all these things because I'm like, holy shit, did people really use it on other people? Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. Like, <laughs> absolutely. It was
1: like the scene in Meet the Parents when Jack <laughs> when Jack takes Fokker down in the castle, or not in the castle, in the basement of oh, the house. Oh, yeah. And he put, hooks him up There was little lie oh, detector yeah. test, and he's like... Oh, was the meatloaf undercooked? He's like, well, it was a little <laughs> <laughs> for my liking.
2: Great scene. Yeah, I think this is because America is a new land in a way, right? Yeah. You guys don't get castles. We
1: don't have castles. You
2: don't have castles. The closest thing to a castle is the Biltmore Estate mm. that's in Asheville, mm-hmm. North Carolina. We visited. It was awesome. But then you think about it. It's not that old.
1: No, not in, not in comparison to Europe. Yes. Yeah.
2: Back so, to Europe right. and this castle.
1: They come across this torture chamber. There's an interrogation seat there. And Rasmus like, why don't you sit there and I'll ask you some questions.
0: <laughs> because
1: you never want to answer my questions. Like, now that I got my visa, hello, just snuck that in there. Now that I got my visa, when are you going to tell the kids I'm coming to America? Yeah,
2: so he got his tourist visa, which is great. Yeah. And Amanda's I I like, well... I'm not ready to tell the kids yet. Uh, No. And I feel bad for Rasvan, but at the same time, dude, go visit her and be the friend or the uncle. Why do you need to, why do you need the kids to know that you bang their mom? Like
1: you don't. True. And not even that. I'm with you. You can go visit as a friend, but you guys, this is the first good hour you've had together. It's not like you guys have been together for weeks and every day has been roses, you guys were borderline breaking up.
2: Yeah. And now
1: that you had one good afternoon, you're like, so when are you going to tell the kids about me? Give it time.
2: Absolutely. They're small kids and they won't understand. And their dad passed away less than a year ago. Yeah. Why would you? And Amanda said it. She's like, I don't want to put him through another breakup. Or, no, heartbreak. Yeah. Which makes sense. But after she said it, I'm like, you're not in this either. Because if you're going there right away. Just say, hey, how about you? I introduce you as a friend? You yeah. need them as a friend. For the kids, it's not going to matter if she says, oh, he's my boyfriend or a friend. They're young.
1: I completely agree. If you were saying, oh, this is Mr. Rasmussen, say hi to Mr. Rasmussen, like, that's fine. If it's the kids, if you were telling your friends that, oh, this is just a friend, then I'd be like, hey, yeah. you could be honest. You could say we're dating. But yeah, who cares what you say to these young children that just lost their dad?
2: Yeah. And especially because they lost their dad, don't introduce, and I, I totally agree with her, like don't introduce him as a boyfriend. However, why he can definitely visit as a friend. They yeah. know she is in Romania with him. So I think him coming to the U.S. and visit mom, I think the kids will be like, oh, what a great friend.
1: I agree. So the the moment of happiness was fleeting. They're now in an argument. The conversation was torture to listen to. And Amanda just walks away and ignores it and just keeps looking at the exhibits. Well,
2: Razvan says, well, what if the kids don't like me? And Amanda says, well, then I don't think this is going to work. So I think Razvan wants some sort of a, Let's just get it out of the way, see if the kids like me. but they're little. Like you he can't do this to her, and he cannot put her in this position. Yeah. but at the same time, she does this a lot. She shuts down and walks away, yep. So they need to start communicating if they're going to make it work, which I'm going to say that's not, they're not. But well,
1: they started communicating, and things got worse because we cut back to the apartment. It's clear that this, this honeymoon phase, whatever you want to call it, is over. They are no longer, it's no longer rainbows and butterflies. They've had another fight. They fought about how they have different ideas of life and the way to go through life. Because Amanda ended up asking Rasmussen, okay, so you want to come to the States. You want me to introduce you to my kids. What's your plan when you get there? If you were to live in the States, what's your plan?
2: Well, I think she was putting the cow in front of the car. No.
1: No, that's right. That's (laughs) definitely the saying.
2: In front of the...
1: Horse? Nope. Why would you put
2: cow (laughs) in front of a horse? Right. A
1: horse is much faster.
2: Cow in front of a wagon.
1: They're putting the cart in front of the horse.
2: Okay. Sure. Okay. And... He's coming to visit on a tourist visa, so he would go back home, right? Why would he have to contribute when he's there on a tourist visa? Let him visit. Let him meet the kids as friends. Let him see where she lives. And then you both can decide, can we make this work or not? Like, why is she just like, oh, what's your plan? It's like, I don't think he has a plan. Or maybe he does. He wants to pursue his entertainment career and do be a singer or TikToker or something. But take it easy. You just met.
1: I I thought they were looking more towards the future because he can't work. You can't work on a tourist visa. <laughs> no, you, so no. I, I think, I think Amanda was saying, all right, well, you'll come, you'll visit, things are going to go well. Then you eventually mm-hmm. make it permanent. What are you going to do? And his answer wasn't a good one in her eyes because, she got the impression, oh, if he doesn't become an actor or a singer, he's just not going to do anything to help out.
2: Well, if she feels this way, then maybe this is not going to work. And here's the thing. She is used to her, her husband who was a restaurant manager and he just did everything to pay the bills, right? Mm-hmm. He would pick up any jobs, which... In my eyes, that's a very European way to do things too. Like you yeah. just do what you gotta do. It's
1: a very American way to do things too. Like you just hustle. You yeah, do you what hustle. You need to do.
2: Absolutely, I've been there. You've been there. You just you do what you can. And if uh, that's not your dream, maybe you can do your dreams on the side for a little bit or put them on hold. I think she's nervous that he's going to be chasing his dreams mm-hmm. and not taking care of the family. It's interesting. So she says, I pay my bills. I pay everything for now and uh, I got it. But if he comes, we need to split everything 50-50, right? Well, if he does come, he won't be able to work for at least three months.
1: Yeah, 90 days.
2: Well, no, because then you have to get married and apply. Apply for the work permit. So if you take your 90 days to get to know each other, then it can be up to six months that he won't be able to do anything, right? So she needs to think about that too. Again, I think this is just, they're thinking way too far into the future. They just met, things just got better, they just banged. Let him visit, let him see the kids friends, and take it from there.
1: I think she just wanted to hear a plan. Mm. It's not, oh yeah, once I touch down, I'm going to start bussing tables. She just wanted to hear, well... If if I need to, if I don't become an actor or a singer, well, I can go get a job waiting tables. I can go get a job working construction. She wanted to hear that he was willing to put his pride aside and do what it took. And it doesn't seem like he said those things.
2: Yeah. I don't know. This is all, they basically fight over this. And for me, that's too in the future. Like she's not even sure about him, right? Yeah. She's not even... And she said it too. She's like, maybe this is all too soon. Maybe I'm not over my husband yet. Hello. Okay. Hello. Freaking. What is this? Episode 11, finally, right? Yeah,
1: we were all there episode one, Amanda.
2: But if this is the case... Tell him and be like, Hey Raswan, maybe we should just stay friends, come visit as a friend, see what the future brings. She's unsure why you mixing all this hey, what you gonna do? You gonna come, you have to start paying bills right away, like the second you land. It's like whoa, come on. Like let's take it easy. Yeah. I think I think she's not ready for this. He is not ready for this.
1: Neither of them are.
2: Yes. So, uh, Rasmus, he's sitting outside drinking coffee and crying.
1: <laughs> he's like in the right relationship. You shouldn't feel like this. this
2: yes. You should feel
1: like something's wrong with you.
2: I didn't like that apparently a man that was comparing his money to Jason's money, like how much money they made. I don't
1: even know if they were comparis- comparing numbers or amounts. I think they were comparing work ethic.
2: Maybe. And
1: that's what it was, is Jason put his pride aside. He was willing to start from the bottom. Rasman doesn't seem like he's willing to do that. And that's fine. You do what you want to do. You chase your dreams. But in a relationship, especially when there's two children involved, yeah. you need to compromise. You need to take other people's feelings into consideration.
2: I'll and- just be honest. Yeah. She needs to find someone who is a little older, who can take care of her and the kids, can step into this father role or maybe someone who has kids on of their own and just doesn't have a wife is divorced or whatever someone who can fill the role that she's looking for not the one who's like ah, the united states fine i'm gonna visit i'm gonna see if i can make it which is great you do you if you can make it legally guys legally but That's not what he wants either. He doesn't want to go and settle down in Louisiana and take care of two little kids and Amanda, right? He wants to go to New York, LA, Miami, and he wants to make it, Mm -hmm. right? So I think they need to break up. Yeah. And I I think they will. I think they will. (laughs) But right now, it ends with her doing her makeup saying, ooh, maybe, maybe this was all too fast. And he's crying outside. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, let's take a quick break, okay? When we come back, we'll talk about one of our favorite couples. We'll be back in a second. And we're back.
2: Hello, Jonathan. Hello,
1: Teresa. Are you ready to travel to
2: Panama? Always.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why is Gino dressed like he's on a Disney cruise?
2: What is he wearing?
1: (laughs) It gets worse and worse.
2: He needs to, someone needs to tell him, ditch the Hawaiian shirts. Just do plain. Go plain like Harold. Go jeans and plain button down. Do white, do black, do bash. No, not bash. No. Do dark green, ditch the patterns. Oh my freaking god!
1: Has we've we've watched so many episodes and seasons and series, I'm getting confused, but. Has there been a makeover moment with Gino? Like, no. I feel like that would be such a ripe episode. Oh,
2: he tried himself. Remember at the beginning uh, of the yeah. season, he went shopping and he's like, "I bought this fancy hat and all these Hawaiian <laughs> shirts." I think Jasmine's gonna She's gonna like it.
1: I hope you kept the receipt.
2: I think Hawaiian shirts are fine if you're sitting on a beach with a drink and it's a vibe, right? I guess. Sure. I you guess. don't. You don't do it. Okay.
1: You don't do all it. I right, noted.
2: Oh, are you going to a Hawaiian party? But I can see like, I can see dads enjoying their vacation in Hawaiian shirts. Why is he wearing them all the time now?
1: And it's not just the wine shirt. He's wearing like shirts underneath it with the bad hats and the fanny packs. And and a long long sleeve underneath the Hawaiian shirt
2: and his fedora. like, what is this look?
1: It's not a vibe.
2: Not a vibe. And sometimes Jasmine has a vibe. Not this time. (sighs) What is she wearing?
1: <sighs> He's rubbing off on her. It should be the <laughs> other way around.
2: Yeah, I don't love the headband. I love headbands, but I don't love these like big thick ones. Yeah. It was it was trying to be a vibe, but it wasn't really. Yeah. It just kind of disappeared. So, it should disappear from her head?
1: Long story short, <laughs> neither were dressed appropriately for a hike, but that's what they're doing. They're they're hiking to a waterfall, and I love how they're they're going to a place with probably the poorest cell I was, service
2: <laughs> I was gonna say that. to
1: Facetime Gino's cousin. It's like, all right, we're, we're, we gotta, we really need to talk to your cousin. I really want to get to the bottom of this and and sort things out. Okay, well, let's go hike to to a mountain and then we'll have perfect service to make this call.
2: So they they found a rock. They sat down and they're Facetiming Dana, and Dana's very positive. He's like, "Hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello," and Gina's like. So do you remember the message you sent to Jasmine? And Dana's like, yeah. Don't
1: skip his opening line.
2: What was his opening line? was
1: like, whoa. Like, I feel like he was even surprised that the call went through. He's like, damn it. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I hiked to this waterfall so that this wouldn't happen. He's like, whoa, Dana, what's up? Can you see I'm in the great outdoors? <laughs> no, well, I, I thought gonna- you were on board at the Carnival Princess Fairy Disney Cruise.
2: That's that's what he looks like. That's I know. what he should be. He's on
1: a shuffleboard core, and the deck of a Disney Cruise.
2: Not not sure what that oh. is, but sure, well, the Disney
1: Cruise. Dana, can you see him in the great outdoors? <laughs> anyway, I have Jasmine here,
2: and Dana seems positive. He's like, "Oh, hello, hello, Jasmine." <laughs> he goes, there
1: she is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so. His excuse is that, yeah, he sent that message to Jasmine or made a comment on her Instagram photo that, well, I don't know her enough, so I just want to know if she loves Gino for Gino or if she loves Gino for what he provides.
1: Yeah, and I don't even understand this whole fight because they keep flashing back to one single comment that it's like a dateline episode where they only have one photo of the deceased person <laughs> and they just keep showing the, the poor woman standing at the beach and then sometimes they'll like mirror the image so it looks like a different photo but it's still the same photo <laughs> and then ken burns it's like we get it you only have one photo of this lady there's only one comment
2: yes and Dana it says, made
1: one comment
2: yeah and the comment says Hey, hey, Jasmine, how much do you love my cousin, (laughs) Gino?
1: (laughs) And it's like, this is the cause of this huge, huge family chasm.
2: Apparently, but so Dana says, well, I was on social media and I see that, uh, you know, Jasmine, you're getting a lot of facial treatments, Mm. a lot of hair treatments. You're living your best life. So I was just making sure that my cousin who loves you, gets the same love from you. Which to me is like, okay, cousin Dana, how would you ever know without Gino telling you the truth? Or like, are you judging Jasmine because of her living her best life? Right,
1: right. Yeah, what makes you think she's using Gino for this?
2: Well, he says it because of all the fights that Gino tells him about. Mm. Which, that makes sense. I feel like when we hear... Some of our friends or family members, we hear people are fighting. We're like, whoa, drama, what's going on? And you don't feel the love. If someone constantly fights, what is the love? True. And some, so, I mean, some people love There is a fighting. part of me, I get it, Dana is a cousin, they're close family, they hang out. So he cares for Gino, but is making comments on social media really the way you want to get to the bottom of this, Dana? No. No. <laughs>
1: But he ends up saying, "Well, okay, I didn't mean anything bad by it. You guys do what you want." And Gino seems happy with that. Jasmine, not so much. Jasmine doesn't think that's a real apology.
2: Yeah, she's like, "I love Gino, and the only person I need to prove this to is Gino," which is true, but if you you love Gino, right? But if you, his family sees and hears all these fights right that sends a message that of course they're worried about Gino
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially
2: if he tells them that too yeah so I don't blame Dana for being concerned I do yeah you're right like there's just one there's one comment that basically <laughs> said Sean's nothing
1: dumb comment. yeah
2: if he had anything to say maybe he should have asked gino to hey can we talk to jasmine more to get to know her more like don't pick fights on social yeah. media because that's usually turns into this know, yeah. so a total disaster who does that
1: yeah either message her like putting a comment on a photo yeah stem, either message her or call your cousin and talk about it
2: yes um so but anyways gino's happy with this but he's nervous that jasmine will, will not let this one go Yeah. This one comment. (laughs) They
1: they hang up with Dana and Gino's like, okay, well, things are going well. It's time to continue and bring some more things up. And so he goes, I'm happy to talk to Dana. But one thing I want you to try and work on is the stuff you say about my entire family saying they should be less involved in my life. I just I wish you wouldn't say that.
2: Yes, and Jasmine gets like emotional. She's like, I'm just scared that I'll lose you because of your family. And then she's like, I know I'm rude and unstable. <laughs>
1: I'm, <laughs> but- a, I'm, so emo- I'm so unstable emotionally, I, I can't handle my stupid anxiety.
2: <laughs> well, we all know that too, Jasmine. I'm glad she finally said it out loud.
1: Yes, but also just... It's almost worse. I don't know if it is, but in my mind, it's almost worse when someone recognizes the problem, but is unwilling to do anything about it. You
2: know how hard it is if someone has these issues, if someone is a little unstable emotionally, that she needs to see a therapist to work on it herself. Yeah. Because she literally just recognized it, right? Otherwise... You can fix things like this on your own because it's like being an alcoholic without getting any help. It's hard to do it on your own, right? Right. And I used to smoke cigarettes, right? We all did in Europe. It's a big European thing, apparently. But then I quit on my own, right? And was it hard? It was in a way, but it, it was easier for me because when I moved to the US, you couldn't smoke inside, right? So it's basically slowly I became a social smoker. And then one day I'm like, well, it's too expensive. It's probably going to kill me one day. Why don't I stop now? Hmm. And I did, literally. And I had a few cigarettes since, but this is like, what, eight years now, nine years since I quit smoking, but I can't have a cigarette And move on for another two years or three years without wanting it, right? Sure. And it's because I overcome it on my own. But I know it was hard. And I think something like this is hard for a lot of people. A lot of people seek help to quit smoking, quit drinking, or quit being rude and unstable, right? So sometimes help seeking help helps. And I think she should because she knows the issue, but it's hard for her.
1: I completely agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's where that ends.
2: Yes. For now. Yes.
1: Let's move to another couple who's going through it. Ooh,
2: all right. This is, this is juicy, juicy. Christian. Let's go to England. Uh, yes.
1: Christian and Cleo. Yes. Picking up where we left off. Cleo telling Jane how Christian lied about how many bases they rounded. And so yeah. they're both headed to the apartment together to confront Christian, which... I don't understand. I still don't get why Jane needs to be there, but who am I to judge? Well,
2: let's not forget that Cleo is autistic.
1: Okay. And I
2: think she just needs an emotional support, which I could understand.
1: I can understand, but still, once they get there, Christian's like, hey, this is kind of a personal thing. Can you leave? And Jane does. Yeah. And so to bring her there in the first place, I think is it's unfair, but-
2: I don't think it's unfair. I think Cleo wanted her there if things went south. If things got crazy, she maybe wanted to leave. There's a whole
1: camera crew there.
2: Still, listen, she has a social anxiety. She has autism. I don't think she loves being in a situation like this. I don't think she has been in situations like this. So having a friend there, like a familiar face, she can turn to... For help, if needed, I get it. However, I can see Christian's side too when he said, I feel like you guys ganged up on me and this is personal. I feel like Jane shouldn't have been there for the conversation. She should have come in and said, hey, Christian, I'm Jane. Nice to meet you. You guys talk. I'll be outside if anything.
1: That's a good point. Before they even got there, we saw Christian was at the apartment. He's talking to the camera. And he's like, "I feel really deflated." Cleo's been texting me, calling me, saying I'm a I'm a manipulator, saying I'm a psychopath, and and so that's that's his side. I was surprised he wasn't chugging a handle of Jack Daniels. Like he he was sober during <laughs> this. If there's any time where I would expect him to turn to the bottle, it would be during this. But he didn't have a cocktail. He seemed pretty. Sober.
2: Well, maybe he knew that this is going to be serious.
1: Yeah, we we can only hope. So, okay, they do arrive and they sit down to talk and Cleo says, last night we got intimate, but today you changed your tune. You lied and I'm struggling to understand why.
2: And he says that when he messaged her asking if she told the crew, he just meant that they wanted to be on the same page if she didn't feel comfortable Telling the world that he wouldn't either. And let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you believe him or not?
1: No, I don't believe him at all.
2: I don't either. But at the same time, they're on TV.
1: You're on TV. So that's that was my whole argument with him trying to hide yeah. things. It's like, you're on TV. You know this is going to get out, right? There's no, There's not really any way to hide this. And if that was his motivation... I think you have that conversation together after it happens. Like, hey, we know the producers are going to ask us about our night together. What are we going to say? Yeah, you don't take it upon yourself to try to spin the narrative. You got to come to that conclusion together. And so you're a united front in this.
2: Yes, and Cleo said, "I told you, I'm. Oh, I can. I'm okay with telling people, telling the world." And he's like, "Well, that was kind of a miscommunication, I guess." But yeah, I think he's trying to, what's what's the saying? He's trying to save his ass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if he was embarrassed or what his motivation was to kind of change the story or not be so open. Like maybe he just wanted to be like, no, I just didn't want people to know we banged on the second night. It has nothing to do with me f- feeling ashamed of it or not comfortable. with It, it was just like. A lot of people... How many seasons of Mavs or something have we watched where people bang on the honeymoon and then lie about it? Yeah. It's not because they're embarrassed of banging or don't want people to know that they bang necessarily. It's just like, oh, well, we thought maybe that's private and we should keep it private. It has nothing, right? So yeah. there's different reasons or motivations to keep things private. Yes. I don't buy his reason of, well, I thought maybe you didn't want.
2: I don't buy it either. What I think it is, I think he... Is having this conflict within himself because I'm telling you, he, he is not straight, right? You cannot be straight if you're dating a trans woman.
1: I would agree with you. Maybe you can be in some—I don't know. I would I say I, bi- would with you. I, I would agree. I would think he's
2: bisexual. You. I think he or
1: pansexual. Like,
2: or yes, and I think it's hard for him on the inside. I think he is attracted to Cleo as. As she is, she looks like a female, she goes, she is a female, but she's not fully transitioned. And I think it's okay with him, but he is trying to figure out only inside. Does that make sense what I just said? No, it
1: does. And you can tell when he says things like, oh, I'm straight as fuck, that he is battling that. Oh,
2: absolutely. Because like, for example, in 90 Day UK, right? There is a trans woman, but her partner is bisexual. That makes a lot of sense. I think Christian is too, or must be, or pan- pansexual. He just doesn't want to admit it to himself. Yeah. I think he's just battling this and he tries to figure it out and he is figuring it out. And he said, he's like, yeah, last night was great. So that means that you, that's what you want. That's who you are. I think he just needs to make peace within himself.
1: But I also think there is an element of it's not real until it's real. And so before he got there, in his mind, maybe he was, oh, I'm straight as fuck. Because in photo, in video, for all intents and purposes, when you look at Cleo or talk to Cleo, she's a woman. So in his mind, he could be like, no, I'm straight as fuck. She's a woman. Here I go to England. Then he gets there. And he's created this connection with her, and he feels this bond and is attracted to her, and he bangs her, and now he goes, oh, okay, well, this changes things because now it's real. What am I? What am I feeling?
2: Maybe. Maybe that's label, too. And
1: that's why label stinks, because who cares? Why do you need to label what somebody don't. is? You don't. But I think now maybe he is processing because there was this change. Now it is real. Before it wasn't real.
2: Yes, that's a that's a good point too. No matter what he's processing, whether he thought or whether he it's was, his
1: liver processing alcohol or <laughs> him processing this relationship.
2: That or whether he was straight as fuck and now he's like, oh, well, I, maybe I'm not. Or he wasn't. He just couldn't admit it to himself, and this was a way to test it out. I guess whatever he's doing. He's doing it and he's doing it on camera for us to see. So he must be in peace with it to a certain level.
1: There is one person who's not buying Christian's story.
2: It's Jane. Jane
1: does not buy the story. No.
2: And we don't buy it either. I'm telling you, I don't think it has anything to do with with Cleo and how she felt. No, It has everything to do with him and how he felt.
1: There, there's no reason to assume that someone wouldn't want you to share that unless yeah. they said it. You're an adult, you're in an adult relationship. If you feel like, oh, maybe she's wanting me to share it, have that conversation. Yes. But then to to lie about what happened and then blame the other person. Well I'm doing it for you. That's kind of real.
2: he's just trying to save his ass.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well that's that's Christian and Cleo who are who are seemingly on good terms again.
2: Yes, they hug it out. And we'll see what's going to happen next with them. But yeah, so far, so good. But I I saw the previews. Uh, I think there's going to be more.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're here for it. Yes. All right. Are you oh,
2: ready? Oh, our boy Tyre. Are you ready
1: for Tyre? Oh, sweet, sweet Tyre.
2: So we pick up where we left off. Tyre is at the bar in Denver waiting for the real Carmela.
1: Waiting, waiting. And then finally... The waiting is over, and would the real Carmela please stand up?
2: Yes. Yeah, so she got there, and Tyre is so <laughs> nervous. He's laughing nervously and he basically thinks he's on a date.
1: He was smiling ear to ear. Let's just yeah. first he was so happy to see the real Carmela smiling ear to ear. She walks in and goes, Oh, Tyre, hold on, I'm gonna put my glasses on. Okay, I'm gonna take them off. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Carmella."
2: Well, I think she was nervous too, especially not meeting him, or so like being on camera.
1: Did you see the description under her name? No. It said, "The woman in the photos." <laughs> <laughs> it said, Carmella, the woman in the photos.
2: <laughs> Thanks, TLC. We <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have known.
1: Yeah, Tyrese just in awe. He's trying to explain how they even ended up there together.
2: Yes, and. I can understand how this is awkward and weird for Tyree because she is the face that he loved.
1: The face he's been masturbating to for four years.
2: I know. And now here she is. And so I think he needs to remind himself that, wait a minute, that's not, this is the real Carmela, not the fake Carmela I was talking to. This is
1: TRC right here.
2: The real Carmelo, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, TRC live.
2: <laughs> yes, and so Tyree tells her the story, and it has a big question for her. And I'm glad he felt confident enough to ask. Because oh, do you like, think
1: he wanted to, or was production like, "Why don't you ask?"
2: Well, he needed to ask because he's like, "So, did you have anything to do with this? Like, do you do you know a guy named Christian who lives in Barbados?" And
1: and. <laughs> Good editing, TLC, once again. Oh, my gosh. Great editing. You left it on a cliffhanger. You went to commercial. They edited in, like, why have you been talking to someone? Why have they reached out to you? But that was something she said later on. They edited it to make it seem like she did. No. She doesn't know these people.
2: No. And she said she's upset that someone stole her identity and catfished tirade, and Mm -hmm. it's not cool, and... I hope she looks into that too because no one wants to have their identity stolen. No, of course and not. And there's so many Especially creeps on the internet who use random photos. To
1: profit off oh, of it. Oh yeah. It's one thing of like oh I'm setting up a lame Facebook to chat with people. It's nothing to scam someone.
0: Well, that's how get, it starts. Setting money. up a lame
2: Facebook, that's how it starts.
0: Sure. Sure. So
2: none of it none of this is cool and I'm glad that she's like, Yeah, like I have nothing to do with it. I'm sorry this happened to you, right? And for Tyree, this is when Tyree switches to, okay. <laughs> now okay. I'm on
1: a date. Now it's date <laughs> Tyree. <laughs>
2: it's date Tyree. got it.
1: He put on a backwards candle. It's date Tyree now.
2: Yes. So he whips out the candle.
1: <laughs> First of all, I don't know what this candle was. <laughs> this was on the clearance rack at Home Goods.
2: No, he went to his boutique store. What was it? I don't mm. know, some sea candle with some seashells. I don't know. I uh, yeah. <laughs> But Carmela's like, love it. She's like, oh, this is so sweet. Thank you. And Tare, poor sweet little Tare. He's like, so are you in a relationship? Would you like to keep in touch or hang out again? Maybe, Maybe go on a trip? Did maybe I come back to Denver?
1: Did you see he had a, a champagne flute? He had a glass of champagne next to him.
2: I did not. He
1: was like ready to celebrate. He thought this was going. <laughs> he thought this was going one way. It went another.
2: Oh, Tyree.
1: Yeah, and yeah. do you want to keep in touch and be friends? Like I won't do anything weird, but I definitely want to come back to Denver, and maybe like, you can come to California.
2: You want to go on a trip together? Yeah so he uh, she was nice about it. he's like yeah like I've, I've never been to california i'm sure <laughs> i'm glad she was nice like if she shut him down it would be mean but at the same time tyree walks her to her uber hugs her and he probably thinks they're dating
1: well if nothing else trc just got a new subscriber oh yeah isn't that the beautiful thing i feel like i said it episodes ago but he can sign up for her photos videos yeah
2: and- but He needs a real woman and he does He says Meeting the real Carmela Or as John says CRC Mm -hmm. Really helped him Get out of his shell And he's like I know that there is Someone for me I just hope That he doesn't think It's the real (laughs) Carmela
0: He does for now
2: Oh, my gosh. Poor,
0: Let him dream. Poor,
2: sweet Tyre. Let him
1: rub one more out tonight at the hotel room.
2: He, he's like, she looks so much better than in
1: photos. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it's like, Tyree, you got, a, you don't even know how old those photos were?
1: Yeah. Poor
2: Tyree. Oh, poor Tyree.
1: All right. Well, from one failed relationship to the next, this, this season is going down in flames.
2: Yes. And this is a couple that I love to hate because, okay. It's Statler and Dempsey. I love Dempsey. I dislike Statler. However, I love the storyline.
1: I don't want to say I'm coming around to Statler because I'm not like coming. I'm not team Statler by any means, but I was really turned off by her the first few episodes with the sex, this sex that I love to fuck, airports, churches. I was tired of that. At least she's slowed down with that talk. And now I just I feel average about her. I don't feel hot or cold. I'm just like, okay, it's Statler.
2: I don't like how she's uh, pushing something or trying to get something out of Dempsey while doing these love gestures. Meanwhile, she's still in touch with her ex.
1: Okay. Okay. But that's that's not personality to me. No,
2: I think, I don't think there is a word for it, but it's like she's using Dempsey while keeping her options open. Let's just just call it what it is. And so, okay, it's Valentine's Day and she put on this scavenger hunt. Dempsey comes home from work and trying to find all the clues. How did she
1: find this first clue, first of all? The first clue was just a single rose in the middle of like a 50-acre farm.
2: Yeah, I think the first note said that something in the field. I think she just ran straight. I think that's what Statler did. Okay. Well, Dempsey, because she's a vegan and loves the nature, she's like, oh my gosh, like I need to plant these roses. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she's loving it. She's like, oh no, no one ever did anything like this for me. So she finds all the clues. And the last one says, I'll see you by the fire at night this was during the day so where was statler this whole time i
1: know somehow it went from daytime to pitch black between clue two and clue three
2: yes so statler's waiting at the bonfire it's probably an hour or so later
1: but but before she goes dempsey says okay this is very romantic but the unknown scares me and she says i hope it's not going to be a proposal that would be too soon
2: Yes. Well, Statler has something else in mind to benefit herself, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the bonfire time. Statler's waiting there with more roses and a gift.
1: And let me ask you what are they doing at this bonfire, Teresa? What are they making?
2: Oh, I wrote it down. <laughs>
1: What are you just go off the I'm top? Just
2: gonna, they're making smorfs.
1: Uh huh. They're making smorfs. I'm
2: not even gonna pretend no, 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 that I you, learned the real you thing.
1: You be you, Teresa.
2: Yeah, they're making smores.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I've never had smores. <laughs> they're gonna
1: make smorfs. Add it I've, to the list. We should never had We smor- Should've made smores in Maine.
2: Yeah, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm like, what is this? The marshmallow and
1: it's marshmallow. It's chocolate. It's graham cracker.
2: Does not sound like something I would want to put in my body. All right. I'll I'll grill a sausage.
1: Okay. Put, all right. That's all
2: right. what we grill around a bonfire in the Czech Republic. You put a sausage on a stick.
1: Okay, back to this.
2: Back to this. So, Statler pours them some wine or some. It p- was like pomegranate. Some
1: pomegranate cocktail.
2: Yeah, and she chugs it, uh-huh. and you can you can see Dempsey's watching her, and he's like, "Oh my god."
1: Yeah. What do you need this liquid courage for?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, she gets the mushroom earrings. <laughs> yeah very lovely
1: she's like uh these are uh mushroom earrings uh, handmade not by me so (laughs) awkward
2: (laughs) and then she's like oh you know i i love you like i have all these things for i love you She
1: goes, i brought you here today because it's valentine's day and my feelings for you have increased and i love you
2: and dempsey says i love you too and you told me something about love right love someone being in love with someone are two different things mm-hmm. that's why we always say both just to cover our bases i love
1: you and i'm in love with you
2: exactly so to love someone she can love her for oh okay you're a person i've been talking to for seven months you brought me all these gifts you're being nice to me like i love it so i can see Dempsey loving her but i don't think she's in love with her
1: i also don't even know if dempsey loves her no i, I think feel dempsey like was she was
2: cornered i
1: feel like she felt like she needed to respond yeah. with that yes and so she did
2: yes and statler is like oh wow okay so since we both love each other i have a month on my lease oh. and i'm not going i'm not planning on renewing so uh, i'm planning on moving to england actually moving in with you whoa
1: yeah That's a lot.
2: I felt bad for Dempsey because I'm telling you, she did this whole thing to benefit herself, to get something out of this. The whole
1: scavenger hunt, you're right, was to butter Dempsey up. Yeah. To say, oh, yes, move in. This is amazing. To, yes, to try to trick her into thinking they are in love because look at this grand gesture of love. Yes. And then we should move in together.
2: And I believe that even if Dempsey didn't say, I love you, she would still ask. And this is so crazy to me that they just spent together a a few days they don't know each other and she literally is going to say i have a month left on my lease and i'm not planning on renewing
1: and here's what horrible and here's what that says to me it says i i'm almost being forced to move in with you it's not really i want to if it was like i'm gonna Break my lease. I'm going to pay the fine. I just want to move in with you because I love you. Then it's like, that's romantic. But if it's like, look, I'm going to be homeless if I don't move in with you. So can I please give me somewhere to live? That's not romantic. That's just like forced.
2: No, and I'm telling you, she's been trying to move to England before with her ex and it ended because of this. She asked (laughs) her ex, she wants to move in with her and ex said, whoa, moving too fast. Let's call it quits. And speaking of her ex, Dempsey says, I don't think this is a good idea. We don't know each other too well. I don't know anything about you, really. I don't know anything about your ex. And Statler is like, well, um, we talked a month ago and um, actually she offered to pick me up at the airport and spend the night together to get some closure. Mm
1: -hmm. What? Mm -hmm.
2: What did you, okay, did you really just say thinking Dempsey (sighs) would still want you to move in with you? And Dempsey's shocked. He's completely, she's completely shocked. She's like, WTF.
1: Yeah. No, Dempsey, first of all, I think Dempsey regrets now probably saying, I love you. Yes. I feel like she was forced into saying that. And now she's like, yeah, no, we don't know each other. That's too fast. And now you're telling me you were talking to your ex just weeks ago?
2: After you told me that you cheated before. Yeah. Which also is not something Dempsey's ever done. So poor Dempsey, yeah. right? And There was this one thing that Staffler was like, well, I mean, I don't get it. Like, we love each other, so... I don't understand why wouldn't she want to do. Why would you want to wait six months right. or so? What's what's the point? Because that like, was
1: that was Dempsey's suggestion. Of, yeah. Hey, why don't you get your own place and maybe in like six months we can move in together. Six
2: months or a year, see how things are. And Stathler's so like, yeah, like, okay, so what's the point? Like, if you, if you love me, then we should live together. Why would I live down the street? It's because I'm telling you, she's like a barnacle. She needs a whale that's going to protect her and get her food and take care of her, right?
1: Yeah. I also don't even think the love is real. I think the idea of this relationship
0: they
1: love, but how can you love someone you don't even know? You just met them in person. There's been issues. You love the idea of Dempsey. You love the idea of living in England. That's for sure. But you don't know her well enough to love her
2: you don't like the trailer lifestyle you don't love that she doesn't have hot water you don't you don't like that yeah so why would you want to here's the thing why would you want to move in with her and she made a great point sure move to england but get your own place that you like with some hot water and see if we can date in person yeah and if everything works out then sure Here's the thing. I don't think it's that easy for her to move to England. Like She can. I think she can apply for some visa. She needs to get a job, right? It's not as easy as it might sound.
1: Oh, I don't think it sounds easy at all. I mean, sure. Dempsey's saying, why don't you just move? Yeah. But no, that's not that easy. And it wouldn't be that easy for her just to move in, even if Dempsey said yes. Yeah. You still have to get the okay. Yes. To go live
2: I don't think Statler is even thinking about it. No,
1: so whoo, another relationship on the fritz.
2: Yeah, I think Dempsey needs someone, someone who is in it for Dempsey, not for themselves. I agree. And yes, yeah, Statler might like how Dempsey looks, or they may have fun together, but that's not enough for her and for Dempsey.
1: Statler will be on the next season of Ninety Day UK. Mm-hmm.
2: Probably <laughs> somebody else. All, All right. right, one more,
1: one more couple. Well, David it's
2: going down too.
1: David and Sheila. Ah, it, it is and it isn't. This.
2: All right, so morning at the hotel, right? It's been a few days since the funeral. Yeah, and she was like, Well, I'm sad, I want to grieve, but at the same time, David's leaving soon, so I, I need to spend some time with him too.
1: Yeah, uh, translator Amy got hired full time. Now yeah. she's she's staying with because David asked, Hey, can you stick around so that we can communicate more easily?
2: But she's smart. It is
1: and it isn't. I mean, I get it, she needed to be there in the beginning, especially when mom passed. That's that's huge for her to be there. But the way they use Sheila or Amy, sorry. Amy. The way they use Amy, they almost ignore each other and they just talk to Amy. Mm. And they're not forming a connection at all, I feel like.
2: Well, if they're trying to talk about topics that are more complicated, like what happened, the future, the house, money, you need someone to translate.
1: I agree. But there's a way to talk to who you're talking to and make eye contact and then have the translator do the translation. They're just both talking to Amy. True.
2: True. Well, I think Sheila is still a little jealous. And she said it before. She said, oh, he hired this young girl. Sheila's 31. I always forget about it. She's a young girl. Yeah, she's young. I mean, she's probably a few years older than Amy. So not that crazy. But what they're going to do, they're going back to the house to meet the contractor. Because now when mom died, it's time to fix the house. Yeah. Which is sad if you think about it. I get the money tied, right? But I almost feel like Sheila looks at it as, okay, we didn't have the money before. This is super sad what happened to my mom. But now David saw it, so maybe he'll pay to fix the house.
1: Yeah. David doesn't really have the money to fix the house. But
2: I don't like how she goes for the money because they're in the cap, they're in the cap yeah. and Sheila wants to know how much money does David make? And he goes like 800 a week from his two jobs,
1: right? But again, it's like, hey, Amy, ask David how much he makes. Ask David how much money he has. It's not, it should be like, hey, Amy, I'm going to talk to David and you translate. Tr- Correct. Right? Correct. So yeah, Sheila has Amy ask David how much money he has and how much he makes. And he says 800 per week.
2: Yeah, which is not bad.
1: That's pretty good. I mean, that's he works good. two jobs. He works
2: two jobs, but...
1: He hustles.
2: He hustles, it's yes. It's an
1: American thing too.
2: And again, let's not forget David is deaf. So for him to have two jobs that make him good enough money so he can take care of himself He's and hustling. get what he needs, that's awesome. I'm happy for him. And he says, I'm not a rich person, but I'm more than happy to help Sheila, but I don't think he knew what the help is going to cost. Yeah. Plus, if things go well between them, the price to bring someone to the U.S. is expensive. Mm-hmm. You have to apply for a K-1 visa, expensive. Bring them to the U.S., expensive. Apply for a green card and probably get a lawyer, expensive. Plus, so with-
1: you need to have a certain amount of money to just bring the person, show that you have the finances. So if he spends all of his money repairing this house in the Philippines, he's not going to have the money to bring
2: Sheila. And I understand that Sheila wants to fix the house because what happened is terrible, but I hate to say this, but you need to pick your bottles.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing, which I just thought of, as you said, fixing the house is expensive and I get you need to fix the house. David says he makes 800 a week
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and Sheila says, oh, that's a lot, right? For $800, you could have a condo here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why not just buy the condo then? Why not just get the condo or pay for the condo? I don't think
2: you can buy a condo for $800. rent. Yeah.
1: So move out of the house and then I don't know how much David can send and get a different place. Yeah. Because we see how much this repair costs, right? Yes. We meet Jupiter, the carpenter, and here's... Where I think they went wrong.
2: Oh, absolutely. Because, okay, (laughs) Jupiter is like, where is he from? And they're like, oh, he's from America. He's like, America. And it's like, you know, in cartoons, when all the ducks and the Mickey Mouses get some money and their eyes Mm -hmm. turn into dollar signs. Yep. That was happening to... What's his face?
1: Jupiter. 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 Because
2: Jupiter. He's like, oh my gosh!
1: Jupiter heard America and he smiled big. You saw that. Uh, you saw that American. Yeah. Oh yeah. That American money smile.
2: So here's, here is my take. He says the total number for the work and the labor will be seventeen twenty five. One
1: thousand seven hundred twenty five dollars American. I think dollars.
2: I think he added. I think he added like 800, 900 on top of this just because because he's from America.
1: Right, and and my first reaction was, okay, it can't be this expensive. If it was this expensive, nobody would hire him. He would have zero jobs. But maybe this is expensive, and that's why the work was never done in the first place.
2: Well, if you think about it, is it expensive? In the U.S., if you needed to fix anything, you would spend way more than $1,700.
1: Depends what you're fixing.
2: True. But I'm telling you, he added, he, the, he there is the American tax.
1: Oh, he yes. Jupiter would not be smiling the way he was smiling oh, no. when he found out about America. And he kept saying how lucky Sheila is. He's like, oh, Sheila's so lucky. He's like, her mom just died. This is not, there's no luck here. It's no. tragic.
2: I almost feel like they should fix it enough. I, I get it. The dad lives there. I feel bad because they would be leaving him behind. Yeah. So maybe she wants... Something for her dad to have a decent situation, but maybe you're, as you said, there is a cheaper place that's better.
1: If you, right, can if David's making 800 a week, can he take 400 and get a place, 400 US dollars a month? Can he get another place just for dad, take Sheila and son?
2: And that's still a lot if you think about it. Eh,
1: I'm not good at math, but one.
2: Well, he has to pay he has to pay for his apartment, for his living. He still sends Sheila money, like that's a lot,
1: okay, all right. I'm just trying to problem solve over here,
2: yes, but maybe he can he said, well, maybe we can slowly fix it. I'll send you some money. You can try to find a job, yeah, and try to contribute some too
1: yeah he he says it is expensive. Let's talk about it in private,
2: well. Let's go to a sports bar.
1: All right. Let's have some drinks and try to take our mind off things.
2: And I almost feel like, did she take him to the sports bar to like test him? Because yeah. of all these young ladies that David can stop looking at.
1: Yeah. Because she wonders, hey, David, what do you think of this bar? And he's like, it's, it's nice. Nice place. And Sheila goes, a lot of girls, aren't there? A lot of nice ladies. And David's like, I, I don't know what to say.
2: Yes, but she's like, let's change the topic. Let's talk about a house again.
1: Uh huh. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about where David's gonna get the money from. And David yeah. says it's expensive. I can't pay for all of it. I'm not rich. That's why I work two jobs.
2: Yes, and th- that's where he introduces the idea of, how about I'll help out, but you also try to find a job and contribute financially mm-hmm. to this repair, right? Yeah. And Sheila like, kind of gets this attitude. She's like, well, I mean, if you can't afford this, don't force it. It's fine. Here is my take because she looks at the camera and she says, well, I saw my mom died poor. I don't want this life for me and my son. I want better. And when she told David, like, well, if you can afford this, don't force it. It seemed like, all right, I'm going to find someone else who can afford this and can take care of us.
1: Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I don't think she's using him for his money
2: I don't think so either, but I think she wants a better life for her sure. and her son, which I can understand, right? Sure.
1: She didn't start talking to an American guy by accident.
2: No. But at the same time, I think... And they started talking in a group for deaf, which... Because her, she's losing her ear.
1: Yeah. Ear. No. Her hearing. Ear, her hearing.
2: Thank you. She's losing her hearing. So I like how they met, right? They tried to connect with people with the same issues, but I think... She has the same idea of a lot of people that Americans have money or make more money, which, yes, does he make more money than she does or can he afford more? Absolutely. Yeah. But he works very hard. And, t- again, bringing her and her son to the U.S. will be very expensive. And so think about that, too. And it really struck me that she basically said, well, if he can afford it, then I'll find someone else. That's what I well- got from... Her interview.
1: I didn't hear that exactly. I did hear, yes, I don't want to die poor. I want a better life. But I don't know if those two things are the same. I think she's thinking, well, yeah, maybe I will get a job. David can help out too. I don't think she's going to leave him for a wealthier guy. I hope
2: not because I, hope not. I thought she was into him.
1: Yeah. Well, again, time will tell.
2: And David deserves love.
1: Yes. Well, we all deserve love. We, all,
2: it, deserve so. love, yeah. we all deserve love, yeah. Not but, big pride, but we all do. Yeah.
1: All right. We'll talk about big perv next because we're going to be talking about the last resort, which looks spicy. Yes. I can't, can't wait. I yeah, can't wait for that. In the meantime, if you want to hear more of us, we're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. Supercast is marithoreality.supercast.com. Patreon is patreon.com slash Reality. Again, ad free on every tier if you want the other way it's cousins club it's family affair family affair is video of that other way podcast plus a monthly bonus so check it out also follow us on instagram at married pod message us there share your thoughts
2: share your thoughts share your love
1: do you think sheila's gonna leave david for a wealthier man Sure. Uh, call in
2: Calling guys, let, let us, us know what you think.
1: Let us know. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening so when we do drop that last resort episode, you'll get it right on your device. As soon yes. as we drop it, it's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we got from our friend Atlanta.
1: Atlanta JL.
2: JL. Thank, thank you.
1: Thank you for that review. Amazing review. It made our day, made our week. Yes. So please, if uh, you haven't left the review, please do. You guys know we love, love.
2: Be
1: love, love. All right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. You definitely have, Teresa. Maybe too much. Always. Always too much. What
2: else is new? Mm, Not much.
1: (laughs) Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye -bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.